I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hi, I am Jen Wilson and you are listening to the I Am Jen Wilson podcast. And this week I have a very special podcast for you. So I jumped on to do a Facebook Live and we decided to record the Facebook Live as a podcast at the same time um, with Lilia Sinclair. So I'm going to be doing some work with Lilia over the summer with the Heal Scotland community and we just wanted to talk to you about what was going on and a little bit about why it is that we are doing what it is that we're doing. So listen in, enjoy. If you've got any questions, ping them over to me, Jen at warriorwomenproject.com I'm still using that email address or you can get in contact with Heal Scotland on Facebook and I will put the details of how to contact them in the show notes. Enjoy the podcast and let us know what you think. Audio. Uh, uh, right, we're there, it's recording. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh, right. So, <laughs> we're going live on Facebook at the same time as we're recording a podcast. So, we're getting as much coverage as we possibly can through our media here. So, we are the. This is the I Am Jen Wilson podcast, and today I have the first time ever a guest returning. So I have today Lilia Sinclair, who was on the podcast back in September, and she is from Canada. That's right, you were in Nova Scotia. I was actually, yeah, I listened yeah. to the podcast today. Um, it was, it was such a good podcast. We did. If you have, if you haven't already listened to that podcast, then you should go back and listen to it because there was a lot of wisdom shared in that podcast. It was just so good. <laughs> so old and wise. So since we did that podcast, we um, met in real life because I came to the first day of the Goddess Gathering in November over in Portobello. And I only was only there for the one day, unfortunately, because I had work commitments over the weekend. And the whole day I was sitting there, I was just like, oh, I want to be here for the whole weekend. <laughs> but I'm coming for the whole weekend this time. Yes, yes, yes. Super excited. Yes, and the other reason that we're doing today's broadcast on Facebook and the podcast is to talk about the other exciting events that you are organising and we have on over. Well, it really starts next month. Yeah, it starts at the end of March. The We've got the open day and then the running starts and the, the actual retreat for community starts on the 1st of April. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's getting close now. It's a couple of months. I mean, that's us at the end of January. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very excited. I don't know if you've really been looking at the lineup that we've got. I have been, yes. <laughs> uh, it's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> Even I'm a bit like, oh my god, I can't believe it's all just fallen into place. Um, yeah, it's been a dream, obviously. Not so much a dream, it was an idea that I'd had over the last few years, obviously, working with people who had been diagnosed terminal and incurable. Um, I'd realised that very often 
an hour a week with me really wasn't enough to support them in what can be a, quite a you know a trying and overwhelming journey mm. um, obviously on on your prognosis and your diagnosis and the kind of story i suppose of the other people that you've seen that perhaps have had a similar or the same thing um and i thought we, we really need a place like a really really not a hospital but a place like that where you can go in nature and really um take yourself away from all the strengthy strains of the day and just be immersed in nature and and learn all the latest things that we now have the scientific backing for that um, we can do to help ourselves you know um that when you go to the doctor your drugs drugs and surgery are your main options and often you know we're not given all the up-to-date scientific neuroscience neuroplasticity all the stuff that we know that the brain and the heart can do and the imagination can do that we all that we understand now has a very significant impact on your health and well-being mm. and um, mm. there's so much fear in the system you know i talk to people pretty much every day that are crying and terrified and it's really unnecessary but it's very difficult when you've been told um, by the doctors that you know things are really bad to believe that perhaps there's something you can do so i think the community really i i stumbled across across Burmall, um the beginning of the last time last year actually just be um, just about a year ago and i thought this is a place this is a place you could have a community yeah it's got everything there for it is absolutely beautiful i've always loved comical glen Argyle, much as the weather doesn't suit my body type 12 months of the year, it is just spectacular here. It, you know, it draws my breath every single day. And um, and it's so quiet. You just go up there actually driving up. You just start to feel every single stress. Not that I have many now. Just fall <laughs> off your shoulders as you're pretty much alone up there in this stunning nature. So I um, messaged Helen and Stuart and asked them, you know, if they if they liked the idea and they loved it it had always been their dream so really it's just been a case of a lot of things coming together and since I kind of put it out there I've been quite overwhelmed with the amount of people who are saying oh it was so needed thank you so much and you know really I suppose last week I thought you know I would have to struggle and fight and try and convince people but in actual fact everybody's just been like what can I do Every day, almost, I'm getting an email from people who want to help, want to volunteer, and want to give back. And it's just, it's really so incredible. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm so looking forward to being part of it. Yeah, I know. Well, your story, um, I'm not sure if everybody that's listening would know your story, but um, that totally inspired me as well, because I've seen a lot of women around your age, and between 50 and 40, that seems to be having the really stress in the body, and you know, the digestive system, you know, it's probably then nothing is your brain Ultimately, it's about changing your habits and. <laughs> <laughs>
honour of interviewing, um, you know, at the Goddess Gathering. Yeah, I was there. radical relations about, thank goodness you were there, by the way. You know, she wrote her, she did her PhD studying people who had defied the odds. People who were told they were going to die, but who didn't. They listened yeah. to a voice inside their head. They, you know, you and I have chatted about this a lot. You know, what is it that makes some people go, I'm not accepting that? You know, because also from Bruce Lipton's work, we understand the biology of belief and how some people just go into such a fear state and they can't dare to hope, you know, that they could even maybe get an extra year or an extra two years or whatever. And the bottom line is, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. No. You know, so if we can just stay in today and do the things that make us feel better today, then today's been a good day. <laughs> you know, I think particularly in our community, we've had a few tragedies over the last year or so where you know we've lost really close friends in accidents and you know that's what life that's how life can work so to spend every day worrying about when you're going to die and how you're going to die is really you know the system kind of encourages that just by the way um, it works and we really need to get away from that and my plan is with this community is to really measure and improve what we can do with all these different techniques from the mind through to the body and touch and talk therapies and being in nature and having fun and singing and dancing and being round a bonfire in that beautiful radiant heat and then see what how people fare and then lobby for change because you can't terrify people about of their body you know everything in our culture is about fear if you don't do this if you don't do that if you eat this if you eat, don't eat that i mean no wonder people you get stalled into inaction you know it's like what can i actually do just to feel better today Think about the best case scenario. Think about hope. You know, and some people, I'm big picture, obviously. If I wasn't big picture, I wouldn't be setting this up. But for other people, it can just be like, today, if I just drink a juice, drink some water, and do three yoga poses, that will make me feel better. You know, because the body stores the past. The body is your subconscious mind, and we are all running from the past. Literally, we're, we're programmed. You know, and I'm sure if anybody listening to this will know if you've tried to diet or if you tried to change a habit or start a new habit, you're all enthusiastic and then after a few weeks you go back to doing what you always did. Not because you're an idiot or because you're weak or anything like that, because you don't really understand the wiring and firing of the brain. And once you do start to understand that, don't get me wrong, there's still, you know, still could be tricky. But the whole point is, and this is why things like Weight Watchers and group things work, when we do things together, we get a much more powerful result. And we measure this now. Lynn McTaggart's work has you know, categorically shown that. Community and altruism heals. So if that's what we're doing, we're creating a community where people believe in you, believe in the body, believe in the divine, whatever one, the universe, whatever word you want to give that, there's something more intelligent than us going on. And, you know, with amazing work of likes of Joe Dispenza, where you can actually change the frequency of your brain via breathing and visualization and intention, and you start to be able to access the subconscious mind and different data streams of information. And when you do that, your heart and your brain can go into coherence and the body will start to heal itself. And this is the crazy thing. You don't even do the healing. Obviously, you put the ginger and the, the turmeric in to help the inflammation, but the body does it. If yeah. you can take yeah. enough straws off the camel's back, because to me, that's the most true saying in the world. There's no one reason why we get sick. 
There's a lot of straws have gone onto this camel's back and eventually your knees break and the body breaks. It's like I've had enough. Not enough fresh air, not enough clean water, not enough vegetables, not enough love, not enough nourishment. Oh, you could go on and on and on. So when you start with the community, we'll just start saying, let's do a little bit more of this, let's do a little bit more of this. Let's start exploring what would really fulfill you, no matter how crazy it may seem. What really lights you up and what would get, get you excited, you know, about actually wanting to participate the story of our lives. Because, you know, kids, the, the, the mental um, state of our teenagers, really, why is that? And what are, you know, Theresa May is not going to fix that. Nicholas Sturge is not going to fix that. We need to fix it. We're out of alignment with nature. We are nature. And, you know, people can't imagine that doing things like sitting with your eyes closed and relaxing and visualising nice things and putting your bare feet in the grass, sitting by a bonfire, singing with your friends or at a karaoke or down in the frigate at the Queen tribute night. Whatever it is you're doing with your friends, as long as you're having fun, laughing, boost your immune system. So, but we've got so serious because, you know, everything's competition. Our kids going to school's competition. How are they doing in school? That's competition. What about work? Where are you going? What are your goals? It's just like, oh, my God, give us peace. We and just then you've got the news and gloom all the time. There's nothing good going on in the world because all the news does is adds more negativity to that. Exactly. If you watch the news. what's going on right now. But I'm saying, and we're saying as a team, there's 5.2 million Scots. We've got one of the worst health records in the Western world. And we can change that. We can change that by starting to believe and think, even just open our mind to the, boss, the possibility that we can change it. And as soon as you open your mind to the possibility, guess what starts happening? Opportunities. Yeah. So it's not just about don't do this and don't do that and you know eat carrot juice and wrap your legs around a tree. It's not about that. <laughs> Although you're perfectly, you know, <laughs> you might want to do that after a week or two in the community. Um, so it really is just about learning. Because when I was traveling in South America, I realized, you know, a lot of the women there, the way it was for us maybe 100, 200 years ago, and I thought they need education to be independent, you know. And then I realized healing's the same thing. You know, most of us have not got a clue about the body, not a clue not a clue about the digestive system candida you know what your kidneys your liver etc what they're all doing how are they all feeling all of that we are clueless what about the brain frequencies what frequency should you be in for visualizing for healing you know what about sleep when should you sleep when do the healing hormones kick in all of that stuff i realized that you know there'll be a lot of people that would love that information and be empowered if we're saying right now that 80% of our dis-ease is caused by lifestyle, that means 80% of us could change our lifestyle slightly and be a lot healthier. So if we take that and then leave the NHS and all these amazing doctors and nurses to look after the people that can't help themselves, yeah. that's really because, you know, I'm working in Ardishig in the salon and it's every day I'm hearing a story about there's no beds, there's no beds. And I'm like, this is not going to get any better. You know, there's no money around. Yep. We, have to, we have to start taking a lot more responsibility for our health and learning all the things like that we will do at your Crohn's Week. If anything like that is happening in your family or if it's happening to you or if you're starting to feel that you're going down that road or maybe you're on medication you want to get off, we'll come along, we'll teach you, we'll show you and we'll support you. 
because most importantly, I mean, you did something that not a lot of people do. You did all your research and you went on the path and you stayed on the path, maybe not every day, but most days until you got the result. You feed new information through the body, through your mind, through your food, through your drink, and the body then changes. Surely most people can get that, understand that on some level. But for some reason, and obviously it depends on what your dis-ease is, and often the stages, like stage one, two, three, and four, the, the bigger the number, the scarier it is, it's, I, that drives me insane. You know, I think terrifying anybody, and it's all about the suing culture as well, but terrifying people with a number is just it's just insanity is worst. You know, if we you know you, you only have a few years or a few months left, you don't want to be terrified every day of that. Um it's very difficult to get that out of your mind um when somebody's put, kindly put it in. So we need to have an understanding of the language that we're using with people and how we're making them feel, because how we make them feel and what we make them believe can change their destiny. And Kelly Turner's work has proven that it is not over until the fat lady sings and that is a fact there's thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that are now defying the odds and we are bringing the latest and greatest information to our guile to mid our guile during the 12 weeks and you would have heard my big excitement patrick vickers coming from the gerson center in mexico you know i years ago i wrote to them and said please can i come i want to learn this because i know there's got to be a better way you know my my friend's daughter, she died of leukemia, 12 years of appointment to appointment, fear. Oh, it was just torture for everybody in the whole inner circle and the circle around that. And I just was like, this, this is just not the way to do it. This is not the way to do it. There has to be a better way. It's Mexico's ways of healing. Like they use a lot of plant medicine and vibrational healing and things like that. <laughs> Yes, we, the thing is, and this is what complicates it as well, is there's literally hundreds of different ways to heal. And Kelly's yeah. book, again, shows that quite clearly. Everybody did it slightly differently. She yeah. came up with the nine things that people did, but they all did them some more than others. So I can go through them. I think it'll be, it's very interesting. So one is radically change your diet. Yeah. And then and the other thing I'd like to point out is that Radically changing your diet, may, you may only have to radically change it for a few months or maybe a couple of years. But then there becomes a maintenance diet, which is much, much easier to, um, you know, to, to maintain. <laughs> yeah. And the thing with diet is there's loads of different diet, sort of diet plans or ways to eat that you will heal with. But you need to find one that you can do because none of them work if you don't comply with them. Yeah. So radically change your diet and supplements. So that's um, obviously that herbs and, and supplements. Then you have a strong desire to live. Mm -hmm. Now that sounds crazy, but unless you have a passion, you wake up in the morning, or, and it might be your children, it might be your partner, it might be your, some, it might be something else, it might be your, your pets, your animals, your job, your mission. Find it, because there is one there. How do we know that? Because you're here, and you're here for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> strong desire to live which is quite an interesting one for me listen to your intuition your body is a vibrating mass of intelligent cells yeah. and it knows everything about you and it knows everything that you need and we can tap into that and we will be tapping into that in the community so listen to that voice in your head 
it's not crazy. Sometimes it might be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to a girl the other day. I think she might even be on. I don't want to see her name in case I would embarrass her, but she even said, the voice in my head keeps saying, you can do this, you can do this. And I was like, yeah, because you can. You know, so, <laughs> like so, listening to yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, don't uh, listen to cheerleader. It's so easy to ignore that voice. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be training people to identify which voice is the intuition and which voice is the ego, fear. So uh, listen to your intuition, let go of course, let go of the past. A lot of us are dragging the past around like an old dead sheep and it's really, really time to let it go. Now I know terrible things happen to people and are happening and there is a time for letting go. But if you've been suffering with something from the past for a while, then we have to look into that because again, the body's recorded it all. So we get in and we let the past go, so that's really important. Focus on the best case scenario. How crazy is that? It's so easy to focus on the worst case scenario and it's so much more challenging. Again, we'll be teaching lots of techniques to get inside and really use our phenomenal imagination to create different chemistry in our uh, from our pituitary and pineal gland to really help us basically sail our ship in the direction we want to go. So um, what we have here, so that's food, supplements, take control, Take control. That's another one. Yeah. It's a different one from. So take control. You know, again, it's very easy. And trust me, nobody would love it more than me that you can just do whatever you want in your life and rock up and get a pill to fix it. I would love that. <laughs> but we're understanding now that that's really, for most of us, that's not the way it's working. So we have to address and take responsibility and take control. And by all means, combine and integrate your healing, you know, with your doctor or your oncologist or your specialist or whoever. That's your right. But understand that you're a very, very powerful part of what goes into your body, even this year. So much as we can say, stop terrifying people. Don't allow yourself to be terrified and put your boundaries and your guidelines out. And that's another thing we'll be really teaching um, at the community. And um, so letting go, uh, the strong social support network, that's another thing. So, and that's something I see that a lot of people don't have. They get told really terrible news and then they, go, they live on their own or maybe they live with somebody who's not as... So having a, and that's a, another thing that we're doing. We're going to create a support community so that you will always have somebody to go in if you need help. Your healing journey. So that's the case. I've been house for 20 years, but how could, why do we heal? How do you ask me? And ultimately, I just feel trust. Now, that's not saying that if you don't trust right now, you can't get it. Of course, you can. And from where I'm standing, I believe that education, science, and right, will give you happy. It'll help you to understand why meditation works, why breathing works and changes your state when you understand all of that so it's um it's just a phenomenal opportunity for people in the area and in that system for seven or eight nine months sometimes longer Change the page of learning the other day, so come to it. There are really horrible things that we could do, and not do it. You can eat things for people, but in terrifying, we have to trust 
Absolutely. And, you know, it's very easy to go into the victim consciousness. Why me? Why did this happen to me? Because you, you watch other people go out and pour anything and everything into their body and never have a side effect. Well, um, but you and I had a good price in for your um, retreat. 
but the people that just want to come and join in without really getting any heat of these things to do there um, as well, because you have an, an extra cottage. I have a to make it a bit more permanent so it's right at the top of the, the sheet there the chicken whatever we can um, so yeah it's a pretty exciting project you know really getting back to nature back to basics and being away from all the things that's just really need to find a was all set up when I wasn't well because <laughs> yeah. I would have been there <laughs> but help me help me <laughs> well, it's, yeah and that's the whole thing isn't it it is the, the community and the support and people there understanding you know that, that that's what you need um, yeah because you know, I think everything that the body does you think to the disease but you still have all the other things that you would have if you didn't have the disease, good days, bad days, sick bugs, aches and pains, <laughs> you know, but the, the, the other thing that can get scary is sort of like, what's that? What does that mean? You know? Yeah. my fashion, my phone's getting old. Um, so, yeah, it's really um, helpful to people that really fully, truly understand what the body's doing, particularly through a detox, which can be uncomfortable. And also, when you really start to clean up your diet, you become a lot lighter and brighter. A lot of emotions can come up, you know, stuff that you thought you'd forgotten, still recorded in the body, wants to read its head, to be supported there to let everything go. But Kelly said the thing, the two things that people struggle with most are letting go of the past. And what I find is a lot of people don't want to even look in the past. Yeah. Never mind yeah. it. <laughs> and change it. And the, the thing with the change in diet, and this is again, if you if you struggle with your weight, that's another reason why you could come because um, I believe that if, if healthy food was put down in front of everybody three times a day, they'd be happy to eat it. Absolutely. And we go and get on the run. So when you're in an environment where there's no crap whatsoever, then you might have cravings, but there's, you'll, you'll work through them and really help you let go of any cravings and any emotional attachment. And feelings around food and beliefs around food. Yeah, and I think those I think those two things are really quite connected because I don't I know from my own personal experience that we don't necessarily realise or acknowledge how much we buried down and eat the past down with emotional eating. We numb 
a lot of that stuff as it starts to come up, the easiest thing to do is shove food in to push that back down. And then more stuff comes up and you shove food in to push it back down and you get into that habit. So when you do start eating better and cleaning up the diet, for want of a better word, um, that stuff is going to come up. And when you don't have the crutch to go to, so when you're at the farm, there isn't a shop that you can go to to go and buy a six-pack of cakes or whatever to shovel it down your face. So it's then like, shit, I need to deal with it. But if you know that there's somebody there that can sit down and talk you through it and give you some tools to be able to deal with it and let it go, the, the changes and everything is going, to, is going to speed your healing process up, both your emotional health, your mental health, your physical health. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we eat, we smoke, we drink to change how we feel. Yeah. And even, you know, fasting's becoming a big topic right now. And, you know, people are, are terrified. A lot of people are terrified even of the word. Yeah. And again, it's just hunger is just a feeling. And we're not usually hungry when we feel it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's not very many people in the Western world that are genuinely hungry. They want to eat. They want to change how they feel. And that's what we do. We use food, or we use shopping, or we use Netflix, or we use you know whatever it is we use to change how we feel. Even a cigarette, and as soon as you have it, you feel differently. And that's so we're always chasing the feeling. So what we're doing a lot with letting go is teaching you how to manage your emotions and change how you feel. It's a pretty simple way. And the more you practice that, like I keep saying to people, if I was teaching this through the piano, it's the same deal. I will know if you've not been practicing. How will I know? You start to see through the trickery of the mind because I think that's why we're here. The mind, the body heals, no bother. It's the mind that keeps yeah. it And I think um, when some of the emotions come up, just even having a label for them and knowing it's okay to feel that. Like, you're allowed to feel anger, you're allowed to feel sadness, you're allowed to feel disappointment, you're allowed to feel frustration. Giving it a label and knowing that that's okay and understanding why you're feeling it, but then not getting stuck in it. Because it's when you, when you get stuck in it. Because I think, was it three seconds or five seconds is, is all you actually feel that emotion for? Everything after that is a choice because you're reliving. So after it comes up, you identify it and then you either choose to stay in it or to let it to let it go and feel a different way about it. You can um, experience it for as long as you want. Yep. You can push it down. <laughs> mm. You can let it go. You know, and kids, we, can, we watch kids, they, they kind of have their tantrum and then they go bright red and then it's gone. And it's only, you know, as adults, we start to learn to really identify with the emotions that I am angry. No, you had an anger, a feeling of anger passed through there. You know, and you can choose again to engage with it or not. But, you know, going back to what we're saying about how you feel and the past coming up, because we've all got past. But um, I do a teacher thing called the emotion codes. And it's basically kinesiology. You tap in and ask the body, for example, do I have any trapped emotions contributing to my depression or to my fatigue? And the body will tell you yes or no. And what happened when I was doing the course, it was actually in Madrid. I was working with an Irish kinesiologist and she, she was like, what happened when you were 32? <laughs> I was like, and a lot of things happened that year. And I don't really do years, but I just remember that year. It was the year, was the year that Joanna got diagnosed and 
other things that happened that I won't go into detail about, but I had no idea that that was still in there. And so she was like, so she just was like, worked for ages. And so, you know, we forget. There's things that we remember that we'd like to forget, but there's things that we remember. So you can say, well, this happened and that happened. But there's a whole load of stuff stored in there that you will completely have forgotten about. And then suddenly you're doing these detoxes or you're doing some qigong or yoga and then or maybe you're drinking a lot of juice so you're doing a fast and suddenly this memory pops in or a dream you know a really traumatic dream or whatever and it's just the subconscious chucking up the past yeah what we're really doing now bruce lipton talks about this a lot it's the like we are living through the past we're thinking the same things as we thought yesterday we're you know we're we're functioning through all the crappy relationships we've ever had and we're expecting projecting it into the future and we're mindless about it. So what we're saying now is actually you have free will, but you're not using it because you can think of anything you want. You can think of the most joyful, incredible week, but most of us are not doing that because we, for, we've forgotten at some level. And also we've never really been trained in it educated in the incredible power of the imagination so when you can really good at imagining and visualizing yourself well and seeing yourself attracting the right people and whatever it is you want you you're a transmitter and a transceiver you're a big human energy bomb in the universe that is just electromagnetic in nature yeah and meeting all these other amazing electromagnetic beings and You've got the power with your brain and your heart to feel joy. And, you know, victim consciousness, I can was in it for long enough and I can still dip into it, but when you start to realise that you're not a victim and that you can change to choose how you perceive things and, you know, you can let go of the past no matter how horrific it might have been and really make sure that that journey, you turn it around for much greater joy and to help others maybe, which is what a lot of people do extreme trauma. So I think it's just, it's, we're just like solution, solution, solution. And you know, the other thing is really making friends with this thing that we call death and this thing that we call time because we're racing it. We're yeah. terrified of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like really guys, you know, one day that's where we're going to all end up. So let's just actually focus on being here right now. Yeah. Definitely. There's um with the imagination thing, I think a lot of people get shamed out of their imagination because maybe as kids if they told stories or were inventive, people would be like, Oh, your 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 imagination's running wild or stop letting your imagination run wild and okay. it's almost adults going, Stop doing that, stop doing that and where the child has got this insight and intuition that they just are aware of and run with until it's shamed out of them, whether it's a teacher or a parent or a grandparent or somebody that's trying to rein you in. And you know, we've, we were taught sticks and stones can break your bones, but names will never hurt you, which is clearly not true. A lot of the, the words, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I can still hear you. Oh yeah, um, our words are very, very powerful and obviously again with the, I was certainly reckless and careless with my words a lot of the time I try to be more mindful now but it doesn't always work 
very aware of the things that I'm saying to my grandkids and my and my own kids and you know you're very aware you start to say the same thing that your mum said your dad said and you're like no (laughs) I teach this stuff it can't be like this but you know that's the reality is that that you know when things are repeated to you over and over again that's your that becomes your reality and your um you need to say right no no we don't don't need to do that now you can change all that um, and that's again let's go back to community it's so yeah. much easier if everybody understands and they can help you you know Bruce Lipton wrote a brilliant book called The Honeymoon Effect and it's basically saying that when you fall in love obviously you've got all this chemistry it's endorphins and serotonin and it's like oh you're the most amazing person in the world and it maybe lasts a night or a, a decade or whatever <laughs> but when, when that chemistry wears off and you just see the person then you start behaving through your subconscious programming, your fears, etc. And so he recommends in the relationship that you would, you know, you can identify with each other. That's not about what's happening right now. That is a reaction from the past. So you can work with the techniques. He talks about EFT a lot as well, which is one of the things I use to really let go of the old patterns and the old reactions. Because when we when we're reactive instead of responsive that's when we see and do things that we it's often to regret yeah it's a big learning we need to get this stuff into schools you know really people need to understand um kids i know meditation i know it's changing it's definitely changing there's amazing stuff going on but i think we can hurry the process along <laughs> to yeah. stop because it's all ultimately about helping people to stop suffering you know it's far too much suffering We've got everything we could ever possibly want and people are more unhappy than they've ever been and that's yeah and more short of time than they've ever been and it's like how did that happen because we're filling the gaps with stuff with the super hi-fi high wi-fi speeds and pinging phones and smartphones that do everything and they just add more pressure absolutely yeah. So, what we're going to do? Moan about it even more, or do something about it? Yeah. I say, let's turn our thinking round. Let's open our mind to the possibility that we can change. Five point two million of us can turn this round when we all pull together, because it will take a mass country-wide effort. Um. Yeah. So I, I believe you know our big um. One of our most endearing qualities is our ability to laugh at ourselves and to laugh at each other. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot more laughing, a lot more dancing, a lot more singing, having a lot more fun and a lot less working and stressing about stuff that doesn't matter if we can't change. So yep. that's and the goal. We used to be a nation of inventors. You know, yeah. the most incredible brain food in our seas and rivers. Mm. And um, we need to start actually was put on the planet for us and get back to full vitality and health because we're yeah. hardy wee buggers really you know <laughs> that we are that we are so the very first event that you've got coming up is on the 3rd of march at the wee retreat what is yes that? um i've actually got a couple of events in our guile first yeah we are we, we've got a kind of jumble seal coffee morning um hair show and then uh, kiddies disco and live music going on in our on the 16th then we have 
we're going to Tarbert to the Isle of Frigate for a Queen tribute night. We've got a big Queen screen. I love that Bohemian Rhapsody movie blew oh, me away. And then we have um, the Duke. <laughs> so I'm trying to get people to come into the water with me on the 2nd of March. I then we're up on <laughs> for, uh, for the Wee Goddess Gathering. Yep. Um, and then we're doing a, a Carvery and Comedy in the Drake in Glasgow on the 10th of March. I'm just getting the prices and all that ready for that. So that's yep. a, a Sunday lunch affair, which will nice. be very fun. Yep. Gary Little and Kira Murphy are going to be uh, I this. love Gary Little. It's hilarious. And I Kira, you got her at the Goddess Gathering. She was absolutely hysterical. Yeah. So, yeah. so every event has got a health benefit to it. Yeah. Um, so that's where we want to just be encouraging people to get together and have fun. Yeah. And if anybody know, you know, can help me put something on and help me raise some money, I'd be hugely, hugely grateful because um, the fundraising, you know, is actually quite a lot of work and stress on top of all the other stuff. So um, if anybody has got any ideas that can help, then that would be fantastic. Cool. What I was actually, when I was walking home today, I was thinking, um, I've just brought out the second edition of my book, Nine Rules to Sort Your Shit. And I was thinking I can give some of the profits as a donation to it. Oh, that would be lovely. So, um, I'm going to get I'm going to get some ordered in so I can do a direct sale because if it sells through Amazon, I only get like two or three pounds per book. But if I buy them in stock and then I sell them directly, I get more than that. So it means I can then give you three pounds per book sale um, awesome. towards Team Scotland. So I'm going to put we'll get one into the community. That's the other thing. Just before we finish, is that every weekend. From the 30th of March till the 30th of June, there is something on yep. that will educate, inspire and motivate you. And if you go to the website, Help Yourself, you'll be able to see at a glance. Um, so most of the courses are open to the public. Some of them have limited spaces. Um, so I highly recommend if you see something that you really like, that you get your ticket um, as quickly as possible. Every penny that we create goes into the charity. Nobody gets a wage or anything out of this. Everybody's helping me. Um, so it's a pretty phenomenal achievement. Um, and I just want to again thank everybody again. I'm just so grateful for the support I've had. It's incredible. Cool. I'm just putting that link to the website and to the Facebook Live so that it's in the comments in there. It's Help Yourself, C-E-L-L. For the people that are listening on podcasts, and I'll put that link into the show notes. Which is the best Facebook page for people to find the events on? Scotland and just going to events, all the fundraising events and all the um, the courses. And I'm in the process of getting um, a, a course brochure printed, so I will have like live leaflets for people to get. I'm just waiting and getting all the proof reading done. Yeah, I think I saw an email come through from you today about that. Yeah, yeah I haven't read it yet. Cool. <laughs> right. Any other comments? Any other place you want to direct people to? No, really the website. Um, the other thing, you know, there'll be things if people want to... Um, we're going to have a library if anybody's got books. Um, I also look for a spiralizer and dehydrator. Happy to pay for it if, people, if anybody's got one in their cupboards. 
Um, we've also drums and Dembys, which is fantastic because drumming is going to be one of the things that we're going to be doing. It's really, really good to get into the music state and it's fun. Um, so though, I'm going to put a list of things out if people want to rake around the cupboards. They've, they've got things that are ga gathering dust that they want to donate or lend or sell to me, then that would be fantastic as well. Cool. I think that's, I think that's pretty, we've pretty much covered everything. We've also got a week, we've got the week with you, with it for the Crohn's, we've got a week with Pam, with chronic fatigue, like mild and um, any, yep. another site like the uh, so we can come on. But again, you know, all your details are on the site, every teacher, every healer, um, I'm sure we will have some concerns, questions that anybody might have. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not feeling good right now, it can be difficult to just make that call, but please send us a message. This is what the community is for, to help you. We don't want people to be scared and lonely and sick. So anytime anybody messages me to say, oh, my, my friend's been diagnosed with Crohn's, my cousin's been diagnosed with Crohn's, my brother has, I'm just like, give them my details and tell them to message me. Because I know what it was like to, when you get that first diagnosis and you're just like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to think, I don't know what to believe, I don't know what to read, I don't know where to start, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I you know. feel so lonely and isolated because the people around you really want to help you but if none of them have ever experienced it they don't really know the right things to say they don't know the right things to do and sometimes their help and the best efforts that they're given drive you nuts <laughs> because <laughs> you don't understand it's just like yeah i know i need to go off the couch and move but i just can't today <laughs> We're getting an app developed as well, which you'll be able to download for free and tap into a lot of the information and get the support that you need. So that's a really important one. It's, it's under construction as we speak. Anyway, I'm a bit concerned about my phone battery, so. Right, okay, let's just we've been on here for like an hour anyway, so. <laughs> There's still some people watching so on Facebook Live, so thank you so much for those of you that are still hanging out with us. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Right, so all the links will be in the show notes on the podcast that we've recorded. I've put the, um, a couple of the links into the Facebook Live comments. I'm going to get a separate payment link for people to order the book through so that I can keep the donations separately from that so that I can get them for you. Um, and then once I've got that, I'll share it with you so that we can share it with the community. And I'll get books to bring along to the events as well so that people can buy them directly as well. Awesome. Exactly. Awesome. Cool. cool. And if anybody has any other fundraising ideas, thanks for being on again and sharing more wisdom. Um, yeah, if anybody has any ideas for things that they can do to help fundraise for the, um, the community, then get in contact with Lilia. And just spread the word. You know, yeah. not everybody's ready to, you know, to come out of their... <laughs> healing closet but yep. if they are the more people that know and you know we're looking at ways to to keep this community going so that this facility is going to be there for people yep. who need it but right now it's 12 weeks and um, so we'll just really help share the link spread the word to tell everybody about it yeah yeah and thank you thank you for listening thank you for having me yes thank you very much for listening everyone right so i'm going to sign off to facebook live bye thanks facebook live bye Ciao. <laughs> finish that and then up, that'll upload right so that's the podcast recorded thank you so much for being on that too
thanks for listening and remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud and check out what's going on at iamjenwilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow just following iam.jenwilson.com